let's say that you haven't met a person since the year started how do you greet them happy new year so this is me pretending that it's not the first day of february this is me saying happy new year to you because we are meeting for the very first time this year on the first day of february and the year is still no uh some people are still crafting their goals so i have i feel like i have every right to greet anyone that i meet happy new year yeah even if it's past the first two weeks of january anyway how have you been i am well i'm doing totally fine i've enjoyed my two months leave that was supposed to be one month but um the introvert in me uh pulled me aside and said we should make it two months and i was in agreement let it be two months and now we are here with the very first episode that you're not ready for but maybe partially you're ready for because you've read the title which is virginity deconstruction and it's a very interesting topic and some wordings right there but all we are trying to say is that virginity doesn't equal purity and i'm saying we because i'm with my friend joanne uh it's not the first time that you're hearing her um on this podcast she's such a good friend of mine she's a professional she's a psychologist she's um a worship leader she is a blogger she has a blog called finding god with john and she's also a writer she's such a talented person um and i'm just grateful that I God has allowed me to know her. And so yeah, I'll not do so much talking. I'll let you listen to what we had to say about virginity deconstruction. So today's topic it's about virginity deconstruction. And I know it's a weird topic but here as out uh in this topic we are dissecting the myths and lies that we have believed about virginity and i'm with my friend like i had mentioned and i'm going to give you our first myth which is the longer the dress the holier the person uh most of the time we think that um the way we dress or the way our outward how we speak to people that it shows our holiness but it doesn't mm, it, doesn't. it uh, the dressing it's more of a legalistic thing more than it is um, a holy thing mm-hmm. because moving from one uh, depending on different cultures people wear differently yes the masses wear differently from others then there the two kanas and everyone 
they don't dress the same so we can't say that the whole the longer the dress of, of a person of a woman the holier she is that's true yeah. because you can't really judge somebody from the way they appear outside you'd find that maybe the 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 the, the, the woman wears the longest dresses that sweep the floor uh, is in secretly is living a life that you'd not even imagine and it's maybe just a preference to wear a long dress yes it's it's a preference you don't know wh- where they're coming from and i see clothing more of like a form of expression personal expression and you wear what you feel best describes you yeah, yeah. so you can't really look at somebody and say this one is holy this one is not holy because even even uh from the story of david, of, of Samuel and David when he was anointing David God uh, said that he doesn't look at the outward appearance he looks at the heart and the heart is where he sees whether a person is holy or a person is not holy so yeah it's unfair to judge somebody just because of how they look yeah yeah Okay, the myth number two. Now, this is where we get serious. That the world and God owes me a perfect man mm-hmm. or woman because I'm a virgin. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a lie that I have also believed. Where And it's a form of self-righteousness. Where I think because I behave this way and that way, or I follow certain rules and laws, then that makes me holy, and it doesn't. And I read a verse, and it's Philippians 3.9. I read from the second part, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God, on the basis of faith, you find that self-righteousness, just like we have seen throughout the Bible, um, looking at the Pharisees, they they were so self-righteous yeah. because they had read the law mm-hmm. and they yeah they had uh, rehearsed the law in mm-hmm. their minds and stuff, and they thought that that made them holy. Yeah. But the truth of the word of God, that's what makes us holy. Mm -hmm. And you find that when I think that because I've been a virgin, Mm -hmm. therefore the world owes me something. That is, I've kept myself a virgin, Mm -hmm. therefore you owe me. Yeah, Yeah, God calls us to holiness. Therefore, that's the bare minimum of a life that you should be living because your life is towards God not to uh, towards not to glorify yourself yes. it's um we were created uh through Jesus Christ and for mm-hmm. Jesus Christ yes therefore our bodies should be to glorify God yeah. not to be self-righteous or to be seen that I'm living of um a better life than you are, which now self-righteousness produces pride where I become judgmental to yeah. other people who yeah. have had a colorful sex life mm-hmm. in, in the year past, yeah. where I start feeling like I'm a better of a person yeah. because um, I have chosen this path for myself. Yes. And for you, you have failed. 
but the truth is that when you get uh, when you're born again you become a new creation mm-hmm. and therefore um you can't if god is not pointing at the sin then you shouldn't be but unfortunately i found myself in such a situation where i think that i'm a, a, i'm a better person because i've i've not slept with any man and i'm judging the other people and it's not right at all yes. because even my lifestyle when it came to reading books and uh, stuff that i've watched they want righteous and that that should mark my purity from the content that i consume and my thoughts in my mind and and that's the righteousness the righteousness of uh, my righteousness should be uh should be from god not from within yeah yeah which is um sexual purity is just a fraction of the purity god expects from us he expects that we should have pure thoughts pure uh words when we speak to other people um the bible says that let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth and if you if you uh, have managed uh by god's grace to keep yourself pure sexually then thank god it's it's a good thing yes yeah, it's but then thing. it's not uh it's not what will that judges which it's not what god uses to judge you as a holy person um generally because now he looks at your life he looks at the way you treat people then then that's when he judges you as as pure and um even we can get examples from the bible of there were two women who were prostitutes and they ended up transforming their lives completely uh one of them was Rahab the other one was Mary Magdalene and Rahab uh she even ended up being uh, one of the she was either a great a grandmother or a great grandmother of David King David and of course David, King David Jesus came from the lineage of King David and you'd think that God would go for somebody who was pure yeah and she actually uh had a prostitute in the lineage of Jesus and yeah. it it shows the the way God is uh, gracious and merciful and he can redeem people uh just because you messed up in the past doesn't mean you the rest of your life uh will be he'll he'll cast you away and not even consider you for his blessing so it's 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 not by our own uh by our own effort yeah yeah that we were able to we have been able to remain pure it is through him and we should rely on him for that yeah mm. uh the next point which maybe is a segue to what we have talked about it's i have just kissed i'm still a virgin no you're not sorry i have I've, i wrote this poem it's a poem in progress uh, that i'm going to read for you i have never lived with a man but i have invited so many men in my bedroom through exotic novels porn and my thoughts the bible says that whoever looks at a woman lustfully has committed adultery I lasted after men I know that I have committed adultery I have prostituted my heart mm-hmm. most of the time we think because we haven't had that physical 
encounter where mm. it, the sex is penetrative that we are still virgins yes we are virgins only physically but emotionally and spiritually we are not we are not um because like we have said god commands us to be to be pure from our hearts and you see even from the bible where jesus is saying if you look at a woman lustfully then you have committed adultery in mm. your heart yeah. it means that purity has to come first from within before it's even before it's manifested physically yeah. the way i think the way i the things that i say mm-hmm. i've i've listened to a couple saying that they don't curse at each other mm-hmm. because they respect they respect one another in the sense that they know that this is god's image bearer yeah. so i can't curse the way there are some curse words that we have made them look um i don't have any other word apart from sexy <laughs> We have made some casuals look good. Yeah. But if that some that word looking at that word that I'm calling my partner, it's not praising that image bearer mm-hmm. or in accordance to the word of God, yeah. then it's still a sin. Mm-hmm. And we have made we have belittled um purity of virginity to just being something physical where i'm sleeping with a person but it is not mm-hmm. it's in our thoughts it's in the whatever we consume it's in how we talk to one another yeah. and yeah and um think concerning what you've said um mm-hmm. in 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 psychology we see that the mind is the biggest sexual organ not even your physical like the literal physical sexual organs it's your mind because you first conceive it in your mind before it's even manifested into the physical act and um i guess i've also fallen uh, victim yeah. to um to reading reading um, literature that is not so pure um i'm a very i'm a i'm an avid reader i read many books uh and when you when i started reading books like i would I, when i was a child i would read books that were meant for children and then as, of course as i grew i went to books meant for teenagers then i went to now young adults then i went to adult books and i noticed that it would get more explicit as i was going up and i enjoyed reading those books because now I don't physically engage in this but then in my mind I could imagine all sorts of like I would read books that would like would describe like the act almost like literally you know when you're watching yeah uh maybe like a movie they hide hide things because the actors are not really engaging in, in sex but in the book they are and they some of them go to the extent of describing every single detail and I would read such books and I thought I was okay because physically I was not engaging in any sex but then I came the holy spirit convicted me and told me that 
these books these books are not the kind of books you should be reading because now books are actually very powerful like when you read something it sort of has a way of transforming your mind and you're able to travel yes you're able to travel yeah. in, in, you're, you're seated in one in a, in Kenya in your room yeah but you're able to go to the corners of the world yeah and that's what books did to me in terms of now now i would read books uh, i think mostly uh, literature that is written by women they like explaining explaining yani uh, it's can be quite explicit and yeah. uh, i enjoyed reading such books yeah and mm. now let's um hang on mm-hmm. on this point for a while because i think most women mm-hmm. think that they at someone say i've never watched porn yeah. and maybe it's true mm-hmm. but you've read if you've read this book <laughs> yeah. you have erotic novels are a form of porn yes they are um and maybe worse <laughs> uh, because you like we have said you're able to travel and imagine books make you imagine mm-hmm. a lot yeah. and so it's still wrong to it's wrong and, and addictive very addictive actually i had to you know read like 50 books in a year yeah and now when i started cutting like uh, removing the those books that i the erotic literature i would end up reading like like even five books in a year and I was like <laughs> and you know the alternative to that is either reading religious literature yeah. or maybe self help books these motivational books yeah. and that was not interesting to me like i needed interesting books with interesting stories and it's very rare to find an, a book with an interesting story without and mostly it was romantic yeah, romantic yeah, yeah. novels of course yeah. uh they had to have a sex a sex scene yeah not even one like several yeah yes and they really spoil your mind because you start imagining things the way you look at men mm-hmm. i think uh when i'm listening to men talking about the effect of watching porn yeah. and you hear them talk about how the objectify women um most women don't even talk about porn and stuff yeah. but this is the truth we also if you have read such a an erotic scene mm-hmm. you also objectify men yeah you true. look at them in a certain way and you wonder if they can be able to perform whatever you've read mm-hmm. the same way men imagine if a woman can perform whatever he watched yeah. it's the same way we imagine whether he can perform whatever i watched or uh, or whether he looks a certain way mm-hmm. and that's why i think maybe we praise men who go for bodybuilding and stuff yeah. because mostly in those novels they explain men who are so physically fit yeah. and unfortunately unfortunately those men are rare so we end up judging other men and objectifying them and and it's such a bad thing because i, I think going through even repentance of reading such stuff yeah 
I had to I had to go to a point where I'm so honest with God and say God I look at your image bearers and I reduce them to sex objects and I don't know how to get out of this. Yeah. And that's how that's how oh, that's the effect of reading such items which we think it's just watching and it's or reading but it's not it's affecting our minds and it's perversing our minds so badly exactly yeah and also for the women we also like um soaps <laughs> and feeling like you have to fight for love to fight for yeah to fight for love to fight to get the attention yeah. of a man mm-hmm. and stuff and and that man also has to look a certain way they put the most handsome men that that's the one I should be fighting for and stuff or trying to play hard to to get because oh uh I don't know um I want him to chase me around and stuff yeah. it's usually the theme of most souls yeah they they follow the same they have this they are very similar character and very similar storylines so people would expect that maybe their own in in reality they would have the same story but it's not yeah it's so far from the truth yeah that's the idealized version of things but you have to come down to earth <laughs> and finally says sindotuko yeah average men do ako so we have to accept that and it's a hard thing uh-huh. and you see now because we are talking about virginity you see if you were a virgin you couldn't be looking at a man mm-hmm. a certain way yeah. how come you're objectifying him yet you have never slept with a man yeah. you're supposed to be innocent while in your first encounter in your marriage bed but it's not innocent even when you're single and stuff mm-hmm. and that's why we are trying to say that virginity does not equal purity it doesn't they don't even they don't mm-hmm. you have to be your purity has to be based on what god says it's pure mm-hmm. um the other lie that it's only women who are supposed to be virgins and men are not supposed to and i think we are in a society where a man can brag on his body count yeah but he wants to settle down with a virgin a virgin yeah yeah which is unfortunate because god ex- has the same standard for both men and women yeah the way the ex- the society expects a woman to keep herself pure is the same way a man is expected god expects that woman to, to to stay pure because you know the irony of of it all is that they would go sleep with all these girls and then now when they want now they want a virgin you're wondering if all men thought like that then there would be no virgins around Yeah. So you're looking for a rare breed and then what 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 happens to the girls that you you slept with they are cast out as as as, as in fact women who uh, have not been pure are seen as akin they are something they even compared to prostitutes yeah. and everybody knows this you pointed out that is not a girl that yeah. you're supposed to go to, to go for but yet men um they're not they're not uh, held in or rather they're not 
victimized for yeah for sleeping with many women it's normal and it shouldn't be uh because now looking at genesis chapter mm-hmm. 1 uh, it's verse 26 then God said mm-hmm. let us make mankind in our image and then it goes on to explain that he created male and female mm-hmm. but it's one man so the standard is the same God created us all mm-hmm. in his image yeah. so if this is his standard of purity mm-hmm. then that's it it shouldn't be because you're a girl then stay at home keep keep away from men it should be the same standard when Mm. it comes to men and the same way when a girl sleeps with a man who is not her husband she gives away her peace it's the the same thing happens to the man yes you're not the same anymore Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing so it's the same standard we should all um, abide to that standard of yeah. purity. What we are trying to say, we are not lecturing you. We have also given our testimonies and some, there are things that we have done that we are not proud of, but there is redemption. Yes. Our God, our God, whenever we accept God and we allow him to be our savior mm-hmm. and we surrender our lives to him, then he, he is able to walk with us through the journey of sanctification. Yes. So um, in whatever space that you're in, whether you're a virgin physically, and, and, but your spirit and your soul is not, God can walk with you through that journey of sanctification. And it's only God who can make you holy. The Bible says that, I am the Lord in the book of Leviticus that I am the God who makes you holy. Mm. It's only God who calls us into such a high standard of Mm. holiness. And he doesn't just leave us at that point. He also walks walks with us through that journey of Mm. holiness. And he's able to redeem anything like the example John gave of Rahab where she was a prostitute and yet God used her to be one of the the people who came before <laughs> ancestors. Yeah. God used her to be one of the ancestors of Jesus and yeah, so God can turn around anyone, no matter your past choices and stuff. Yeah. God can make you holy. That's true. And also he also says in his word that when he forgives you it's like he puts he forgets your sin completely yeah which i I think is something that we we as human beings have a hard time uh believing believing because we hold grudges we never forget people who've wronged us yeah but god does it's like he puts your sin as far as the east is from the west yeah and he completely forgets so when you give your life to him and sorry yeah. i had someone say east yeah. and west don't meet yeah so you better believe when he says that yeah. because west and east will never meet yeah. so and then he will not he will not hold it against you yeah god is the sort of uh he he will forgive you and he will not hold it against you like yeah. he'll not remind you later you know you 
You did that. <laughs> you remember you did that the other day, yeah. which is what human beings will do. Which yeah. is what Satan will do yeah. to remind you of things that you have been forgiven for. You have been redeemed, yeah. and you can start on a clean slate. Yeah, there are things called secondary virginity or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah God can. It's only God who can make us pure, mm. and you, all we need to do is to believe that we are forgiven, yes. and that we are new creations in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking along until next.